0: For breakfast.
1: Happy birthday to you.
0: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Morning, everyone. It is four past six and we're in the Toolkit Depot studio for the next two hours. Breakfast powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making a tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. You can give us a call, 131255 or text 04877 36736 as I welcome to the McCaffey Coffee Chat, Scotty Cummings. Good morning. Uh, good morning. You still sound
2: sprightly. Don't you try and play it down? You build it up for 12 months and when the day comes, you want to play it down, bugger off. Happy birthday, old boy. Hey, how you feeling? Yeah, good, thanks oh, you are a bit creaky and groaning before. Is that, what, soreness from the garden or just birthday soreness? Natural
0: soreness, mate. Yeah. <laughs>
2: just woke up another year older and went,
0: oh, I'll be back. Uh, when I went to bed last night, my <laughs> daughter, Elsie, who's about to drop baby number two, yes, turned to me and said, oh, give me a look at you. Oh, yeah. Because uh, tomorrow you're going to wake up with more wrinkles and oh, more grey hair. Oh, thank you. I know. I no, love
2: Sweet dreams to you. Yeah, good luck with hey, you. How you going, buddy? You yeah, good? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you, you for your wishes. You'd have a... Um Big birthday dinner tonight, wouldn't you? For being on your birthday, you'd I have dinner tonight. I do
0: have a very big dinner tonight. I've decided to put on a bit of a shindig for my closest, about uh, 300 people. I've uh, hired out the Subiaco Oval precinct, mm-hmm. uh, where the old Subiaco Three, is. 300 closest. Yep. You folks, you two out there. Never mm-hmm. mix no. business with pleasure.
2: So who's going
0: tonight? Uh, just my closest friends, my my, my confidants in in football. <laughs> uh, Trevor and Isabelle will be there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, Wusher Mick, I've invited your mate, Mickey Malthouse. Oh, brilliant. Yep. Um, Is this your birthday dinner? No, it's not my birthday dinner. It's a function I'm going to go to. Tonight. <laughs> so I had a birthday steak last night. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I had a birthday steak last night. So I didn't you, have a cake. I didn't have a second. cake. So I you did
2: celebrated not... your birthday no. before your no. birthday? You did against it. You pot me
0: every time. No, I did not celebrate my birthday. What? I had a steak last night. You said it was a birthday Because I, I won't be home for dinner tonight. I didn't, I didn't have a birthday. I didn't have a cake. I didn't get wished happy birthday. I didn't open presents. <laughs> no. That's not celebrating a birthday. No,
2: you didn't get wished happy birthday. You didn't say here's happy birthday for no. tomorrow? No thing is you're burning us, I your family, see, and going to your mate's place.
0: I will see all my family today, mm-hmm. and I'll go around to my mum and dad's, because today, Vovvy and Pop... Your happy anniversary, happy anniversary, my mum and dad, Vivian and Len Gossage, Vov and Pop, mm-hmm. parents to the star... Yep. Parents to grandparents <laughs> to the many, so proud. and great grandparents to Lola and others, celebrating their seventieth, oh. seven zero. Wow.
2: shot. that sort of takes the of gloss off your day a little it bit. Certainly it. It does. Selfish things.
0: Far bigger. More Seventy important. years. Seventy years. So well done to my beautiful mum and dad. Went and saw them yesterday, and I go and see them today. Absolutely brilliant. Were they With a part of the birthday years. dinner? No, it's, there is no birthday dinner. I went down and saw mum and dad yesterday mm. and collected my gift from them, which I opened today. I haven't opened it. Yep. And I'll go down there today. And mum, I'll go down with mum and I'll I'll, I'll get mum, if she's listening, oh, she will be listening, I'll get mum a bit of a Morning, knickknack.
2: Morning, Bobby. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, I'll get mum a bit of a knick-knack. She hates knick-knacks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: got a hot water bottle again or something? Just, or... <laughs>
0: hey, my mum is like me. Just don't give me stuff. <laughs> Just give you me give me
2: Muppets and Puppets.
0: No, no, just give me give me stuff that I actually either need or I can win money with. <laughs> or give me a voucher. <laughs> that could change my life. <laughs> exactly. Not ruin it. Give me a tob voucher or something. <laughs> so anyway, so to both mum and dad, happy anniversary. 70 years. Well, I think wow, that's, that's a phenomenal. remarkable achievement. Yeah, that fantastic. is a
2: phenomenal achievement. Sunday uh, we were at the races. We were at the races. It was separate occasions. You were working. I was socialising. <laughs> Well, the um, another fantastic job by you, and Thank you. you managed to um, you managed to shorten your workload by about three hours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just you can't <laughs> buy that sort of experience. When uh, you're supposed to have three separate raffle draws, and um, meant you, to have a raffle draw after each race. Trade Link this uh, uh, <laughs> after each race. Each race. Oh, you got four races in. Was it four races? I you got four raises in, and you said to uh, Rob... Robbie from Trade Link? From TradeLink and said, uh, hey, you know what? They're losing interest. How about we nut all these out right now?
0: <laughs> Let's get rid Monday. of them all out right now. Yeah, I'm
2: the And you did, yeah. after race four. Yeah, that's it. And you were done for well, the day. For the next day. three hours,
0: I just sat with you and Dorbs <laughs> from Goods Property Services. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't Dorbs looking resplendent? Well, you weren't. You guys have seen the socials. I went for comfort. It was a very humid day. It was muggy. Very,
0: very odd choice of clothing at all. I wore a nice dress short (laughs) and a a shirt. Stuff that you've worn to breakfast here many (laughs) times. You looked like an unmade bed. Yeah, well, I found another bloke in shorts and went and sat on the table next to him <laughs> as well, <laughs> and went, oh, "I was happy." Mind you, they were tradies. I yeah. mean, every everyone was a tradie who no, was. No, your there. audience. It was a, it was a gathering of purse bogan.
2: Well, <laughs> no, there's some great uh, people. I was. Dobbs, don't get old Dobbs. I tell you what, if you want the best dressed plumber in, in Australia, <laughs> Dorber. Oh, Darren Dorber from Goods Property. He just <laughs> lobs in his. Oh, well, I went. Three pizza. I went to pick him up. And uh, his beautiful wife, Angie, out the front with the uh, with the blower, you know, blowing off. I said, "That doesn't seem like your job." Where's Where's the man of the house? And. Uh, <laughs> He rocks out and I'm, She's sort of looking at me in my shorts and my shirt. And she's like, oh, are you on the races? <laughs> yes. And out comes Dorff and his three-piece and his tie clip and his hair gelled with an inch of its life. He's
0: got his, uh, he's got his, his leather scuff-type yeah. shoes on with no, no socks.
2: No socks at all. He <laughs> He was oh, he's an extremely good-looking human being. But geez, he was sweating bullets by race one. He was very uncomfortable. So he's anyhow. smart by me.
0: Fantastic. Uh, I just want to send a cheerio to Paul Cristani. we knows uh, um, he's blind and he's not a drinker, but he's um, <laughs> daubs, uh Sorry, of uh, Cristani sent me a beautiful text last night to say that he and he bought a. Uh, a ticket, a Lotto ticket for tonight's so Lotto draw to share with me and him for, for. Oh, your birthday! Yeah, he won't know the results, <laughs> <Mr>. Annie, <laughs> <laughs> but I
2: will. You just go around. There,
0: say, what so numbers nah, have we got? And he nah, goes, don't she... ask me stupid
1: questions.
2: <laughs> 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 and you, when you go around and say, "Oh, where's that ticket?" Because you've got every number. She said, "No, no, no. She read them out wrong. <laughs> we don't have 21. We have 20, and it was 31. You're not listening properly. I'll, I'll take the ticket and throw it out for you." Yeah, and Paul will be left there. Ah, uh,
0: you're all a good man. Dog. All right, we've got some texts in um, from...
2: Why, well, we've got plenty. I mean, how popular are you, mate? Happy birthday, Goss. Have a cracking day, Legend. Good on you, Dave. Happy birthday, Legend, from Noddy. Happy birthday, Goss. All the best. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for all your support over the last year. Won't be forgotten. Good on you, Johnny. Happy birthday, Goss. Got it on you, from Happy mm-hmm. morning boys. Happy birthday, Goss. Have a great day, mate. Thanks again for the WWE tickets. Well, you earned those, Mike. I hope you had a well, fantastic really, show and glad it really, was there. He didn't
0: didn't win. If you remember. So he didn't earn He drew. Them. Yeah, but he didn't. But yeah, but we, mate, he, he just he picked, you know how much... Yeah,
2: everyone was a winner. Everyone was a winner. Ryan, was it Ryan? Was it Ryan? Was yeah. It, yeah, he got, he got Wildcats got tickets. You know, Mike's tickets, tickets
0: were worth about $7,000, don't you? Mm, on the floor. Was on the floor. <laughs> it was on the floor. He was on the floor. In fact, I've still to, I've got to get him off the ground. He's
2: still on the floor. <laughs> oh, man, gossip Drummers, happy 59th birthday, great man. Awesome to follow your career throughout the years. Well, ups and downs, what? No, no downs. <laughs> happy birthday, sausage gossage. You bring so much joy to one, at least one or two listeners' <laughs> birthday. Right. <laughs> oh,
0: that's gamelling. 359's gamelling. Crop duster. <laughs> <laughs> Get on you mate We converted you Yeah we were on the hate train last week But we we, we, we exposed you And you've oh, done good he, oh, he uh, 13 12 55 If you want to wish me a happy birthday no. Zero, four, seven. <laughs> seven, three, 6 <laughs> Seven three. If you want to wish me
2: a happy birthday hey, Daisy Pierce is in the studio after 7 George, well, She's coming in because she was just going to do it on the phone She said, oh, if it's his birthday, I'd better come in yep. Get on your
0: days You get on your days. It's on, If you've got a question for Daisy, make sure it's 0487736736 Paul Hayes will be after 7.30 We'll get the lowdown from him Of course, co-host of The Run Home And Sammy Edmund out of 6.30 Talking all things footy The big story, of course, being that Sam Powell Pepper Straight to the tribunal And uh, wonder what's going to happen with him, uh, minimum three, maybe four. I'm not too sure. Well, hello, hello. Where has he oh, been? Where
2: Oh, well, this is beautiful. This is what a great way to start your birthday. What about this? Our man, the number one jabo in Australia. <laughs> His name's Jesse. I hope he's got it. There he is. I hope he's going to laugh for us. Morning, Jesse. How you going, boys. Where you
0: been, brother? Happy birthday, guys. Hey, Jesse boy. Good to hear from you, legend. Good, mate. Good. I hope you're having a good birthday, mate. Yeah, well, it's not... It's go downhill from about now, um, but it's been good. Hey, well, where you been? Where yeah, you well, been, legend? I'm 29 this year, so I, I, don't, I don't know how that feels to be old yet, so it's all right.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's been happening in the world
4: of Jesse? I've, I've
0: been good. I've been good. I've been good. I've been good. I've been just... Cruising around, picking up bins. Sort of <laughs> <laughs> hey, does anyone else, and be honest with us, does anyone ever say they hear you on the radio? Uh, yeah, one of the boys at work, Marky boy, says he's me all the time. So yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Hey, uh, you're a good man, mate. Hey, uh, how, how do you how do you cope with the hot weather when you when you're working, or you just don't get out of oh, the truck?
2: Oh, sweating bullets in this truck, I tell you
0: what.
2: <laughs> sweating bullets. Yeah, you don't you don't get out of the truck. I reckon if there's a tipped over bin, and you've normally you're normally the bloke who says oh, you I'll you go pick it. it up. Carry on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Play on. Play on. Play on. <laughs> Bob, it's 43. <laughs> I'm not picking up your Ah uh, You're a good man, Jesse. Thank you for your call, Legend. You, you work safe. We always yeah, love, he- hear- love hearing from you. You're a good man. There's Jesse, our favourite garbologist. lightens up your day, doesn't he? It just Isn't does. That
2: laugh's just infectious.
0: Craig from Gossie's Golf Club. Good on you, Craig. Thank you for your well wishes. And Harlem, of course. Older mm. you get, the better you were.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How good were you?
0: Uh, yeah, that's pretty damn fine.
2: That's <laughs> pretty damn fine. you your or you're tapering off? Oh, I'm done, enough mate. Enough?
0: No, no, I'm really battling. <laughs> I need a hip replacement. Do <laughs> Yeah, my right hip's done. Is and it, I don't know why.
2: You know an orthopedic surgeon? Yeah, I do, I ever. <laughs>
0: I don't think they do hips. Well, he doesn't.
2: Do, do they do
0: hamstring? It doesn't matter. Hey, hey. Sane, what he What is said? What? Do- <laughs> Just asking
2: questions, mate.
0: Don't ask questions, mate. <laughs> That's what we do. All right. Yeah, but not stuff that you don't... <laughs> yeah, okay, all, right, all right, all right. All oh. right. Oh, you let him on. You let, let him on. <laughs> it's a special day. <laughs> <but> let's <laughs> let
2: him on. Good morning, Roy. Roy, good morning, Sam. Go? Yep, now you're on, mate. That's when someone says good morning to you, you're on. Oh, am I on with the Regifter gifter and the Mr. 14, am I? Yeah, I don't mind those titles. They're fine. <laughs> it's got gunnings. it number four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's not no, my no. birthday. It's not my birthday. Leave that out of it. what have you got, Roy? So, just want to wish, wish uh, the Gossage a happy birthday, 59, and a uh, good memory from his 56th
4: birthday when I messaged in so many times when he was in the working with Bar- um, in Bunbury. Esie in Bunbury, and um, yeah, nobody could message through, so I just sent my one text, <laughs> so everybody else can text
0: through. Yeah, we were doing it. Well, I was doing it remotely. I was doing it from the shed in the Golden Triangle, mate. I was never down <laughs> in Bunbury. But hello to the Bunburyans who are down there who thought I actually moved down there. Uh, but uh, hey, mate, um, uh, appreciate it. I appreciate it. I look, I, I like to keep it under wraps, yeah. and you know, in the build-up to it, the I sort of just don't really know. I'm the messenger. Yeah, I've messaged Kane to message you. I've messaged uh, uh,
1: Wisp, Gary, um, yeah, Andrew Gaze, Andy yeah, okay. no, man, like you got to get around the SDN track band, SDN and
4: SDN track band, will
0: get to him. It's Ron Barassi's birthday today. How,
4: how's Harley Reid going? Is his um, cramp still. Has he got a massage yet?
2: Um, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. Um, He's all right. He'll be fine. There's a back page of the paper, another one. Um but anyway his, his, uh, goal, I was watching the putty I was watching it on Saturday night, uh, uh, before the wrestling. That was
4: absolutely insane. um I wanna see has Scotty been called up to teach him how to kick goals?
2: No, I haven't had a call yet. I'm busy in that department. But after me mighty black ducks, but anyway, um no, no, um, look, everything, everything's fine. As we said as we said before, I said I had grave concerns about that game, didn't I? That something bad's going to happen and they're going to yeah. burst their little bubble. But yeah. Matt Flynn's obviously a bad one. It's, um, that sort of has to rejigs them a, a fair bit. But the, the abuse that Harley Reid got after the game on socials is just appalling. Like, just disgusting. And I really hope that they've got to him and said, mate, just leave your comments off or don't read. The, be smart enough not to read them because there's just so many losers out there that just couldn't do anything near get on an AFL list and uh, got plenty to say that the bloke in a scratch match in February hasn't had 40 in kick three.
0: Exactly right. Uh, uh, Christani tells Jesse, he said he's allowed to turn the air conditioner on. No need to sweat bullets in the truck. Happy birthday. Thank you, Brendan.
2: Uh, company-minded. He doesn't want to use extra fuel.
0: As well. Uh, breaking news, if anyone doesn't know... <laughs> So I threw it out on socials last night that the birds of uh, Tokyo have flown the nest at the West Coast Eagles. Or, so in fact, they've been released. <laughs>
2: and I've got. They're not off with Aussie, are they?
0: He's next. <laughs> Radio. But I have come into. I have got my hands on the. That's a duck. West Coast Eagles new revitalised theme song. But they haven't
2: released song. it yet.
0: Have they? We know that, and I received messages last night from the said club that asked me how and why I knew these things.
2: So hang on, you, it's just the old song, isn't it? So it's not no,
0: a- no, it, it, it is an old. It, it 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 does take in the older version, but there's some words changing, and it's a bit more pretty. But it is the traditional song of sorts. It's sort of back to the it's Had actually a couple. It's morphed a couple of times. It actually not always been the original back in the 90s song.
2: I like the, the latest version because they had more lines in it than four of them. Yeah. Well, Just repeat.
0: But there's a lot of team songs and Fremantle is.
2: Is right up there with one of the worst ever. No doubt about it. It, Written and authorised by
0: Scott Cummings. I'd just like to
2: clarify I've got no problem with that. Fremantle's song is is a stinker.
0: If they don't sing it with gusto, then it doesn't sound great. Anyway, do you want to hear the song that I've managed to get my hands on?
2: I've heard it, haven't I?
0: The West Coast Eagles. No, you haven't heard it. Would you like to hear it? Mm, Sure. Hit me. This is the West (laughs) Coast... I wish I could. This is the West Coast Eagles team song, which I believe will be released officially by the club either this weekend or before, at least before round one. You can hit me if you like. You only get one crack at that. Have a listen. We're the Eagles, the West Coast Eagles. And we're here to show you why.
5: We're the Big Birds, kings of the big game.
2: What are your thoughts? Oh, I think that's really boring. I mean, it's a great, you know, good tune, but it's only, it's just the same thing four times. A goldfish could memorise that song. Yeah, but they song. don't need that. Mean... It's got four lines in
0: it. But which club sings the song from start to finish over three and a half minutes, mate? My it's a
2: 30 second a song. Minutes. It's a 30 second song. But you just say the same things over and
0: over. But that's what the every team theme no, song they, is. No, they're yes, not. Yes, it is. No, that's not. Well, how long do you reckon Melbourne's team... A the theme song goes for, or Richmond's, or but, Carlton's, but or it, Collingwood's. Yeah, But they're all
2: but they're all continuous words that like, change all the time. That's just, you know that? we're the Eagles, West Coast Eagles, and we're here to show you why. We're the big birds, kings of the big game. We're the Eagles, we're flying high. We're the Eagles, West Coast Eagles, and we're here to show you why. We're the big birds, kings of the big game. And we're, it's just the same thing over and over.
0: Sing me the national anthem.
2: Australians are all that us rejoice for we are young and free. A
0: one and free, damn it. There you go. Oh sorry, wrong word. But it's it's not
2: the same but they don't say the same thing four times in a row. That's boring. Imagine if they win a flag. Mike says
0: it's the same West Coast song with a trumpet. Hey, Mike, worry about your own team song. Don't worry about uh, casting the over the road.
2: Mike, see what's happening? We're having a crack at his team song. 23 past 6. We'll get a
0: breakaway and come back. It is on this day. It's a special day today because it's uh, Ron Barassi, the late Ron. Ron Barassi was born on this day. Elizabeth Taylor was born on this day. And (laughs) Drew Banfield was born on this day. And I was born on this day. This is Scott (laughs) Engels. birthdays events and some of the great moments in history it's on this day no time to waste thanks to baron o'day because the little things are everything elizabeth taylor was born on this day in 1932
3: brick skipper is dead
6: and i'm alive maggie maggie the cat is alive i'm alive why are you afraid of the truth truth
0: she married eight times, twice oh, to Richard Burton. Must be someone about the day. Ron Barassi was born on this day in 1936. You just could have run and intercepted that first goal, and you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? That's bloody right. Don't look at
2: me like that. How many kicks have you got? That's the answer to everything. Possessions. You give me possessions and I'll shut up. Hello? Healy off, Ellingworth on. <laughs>
6: bloody weakest piss.
0: Ron Barassi brought on his day in 1936. He died last year, aged 87. Robert De Costello, 67.
6: Oh, dear. But running for the gold as he thumps the air, waves to the crowd into the home straight. World champion in 1983. stuff
0: he was also Australian of the year in 1983. A lot, star, f- a lot of famous he was a lot of famous people born on this day, yeah. including Peter Andre. Josh Groben's 43 today. 43 today, Geelong Premiership are you going on Saturday? You wouldn't miss that no, I'm not quick. going on Saturday. I'm going to drink piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great highlight. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like one of the stars and you get him under the weather at the Brownlow Medal. Anyway. Hey, Abba arrived on this day in 1977. That's them arriving in Sydney. Have I told you? Uh, (laughs) I thought you were just going to move on. Yeah, you have. Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder produced this in 81. Oh, we don't have that. That's a shame because that's the oh. best song of the whole lot. Can <laughs> you not have that? Oh, that no, because he just some he just so doesn't young, he doesn't know music. It. No, he yeah. just doesn't appreciate the good music. Tiger Woods had his first PGA Tour start in LA on this day in 1992. Wow. On the tee from Cypress, California, amateur Tiger Woods. Yeah, what an amateur he was
5: yeah, too. Lines, you know, greens out there. I couldn't see the pin on number nine. I-, I couldn't pick it out.
0: That crowd was so loud that it was, like, kind of deafening. How young does he sound? Some Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, don't say so that. All righty. Uh, Tuesday, oh February 27. Boy. Happy birthday. If you are celebrating a birthday. Thanks to Baron Od. Don't miss out on the little moments because little things are everything. And happy anniversary to Mum and Dad, just repeating 70 day. years today. Congrats. After 7 o'clock, Daisy Pearce in studio, Paul Hayes will be talking all things footy and Sam Edmund after the 6.30 sports update.
1: Seven.
0: Nice comeback, mate. 27th of February on this day. McCartney and Wonder produced that absolute banger in 1981. Mm. And a little bit of uh, support there from Chris Clifunas because he's in to do this. Okay. Double the merit supply from midnight Thursday until Monday, midnight
2: Monday. Oh, a long weekend. Is it? Yes. What for? Long weekend this weekend. Uh, Labor Day? Labor Day.
0: How many Labor Days do we have?
2: Wow, oh, We're very hard workers.
0: Don't forget midnight uh, Monday for drink and drug driving, not wearing a seatbelt or running through a red light. Drive your car through the red light. Don't run. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast.
5: How fast you have to be running, though, to get it pinged. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, happy birthday, Goss. Thank you, Chris. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, if you want to see just how much it means uh, to Goss, go to our Twitter um, and check out Scotty's present to Goss this morning. It's on our it's Twitter beautiful. at the moment. It's heartfelt. S-E- S-E-N-W-A Breakfast, and you can just see the love in the air that was in the station this morning. Goss definitely not looking uncomfortable at all. He no. just he embraced it, he took it in his stride, and <laughs> loves it. And then you want a message for everyone out there. If you see him in the streets, he
2: <laughs> loves a hug. just loves a little cuddle. He loves a hug, especially my ones in the morning, don't you?
5: Wrap your arms around him. Just hug him. Just walk up to him
2: randomly and just give him a free hug.
5: He loves it. West Coast Ruckman, Matt Flynn, faces up to 12 weeks on the sidelines after undergoing surgery to repair a detached tendon. It's where his hamstring meets the knee. So that's a big blow. Very successful surgery, I'm told. Good. (laughs)
0: Keep keep going. Good, good, good.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It slaughtered me 25 (laughs)
0: minutes ago. Keep going.
5: Uh, other injury news: The Swans suffered a blow just days before the start of the season. Of course, uh, former captain, midfield ace Luke Parker yeah, needs surgery big. to repair a broken arm. So that's He'll not good news. He, he will. He's uh, tough nut. Greg Williams style. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Iron land. cast. He had, he, had he had one too? One week after. Yeah, that's tough. Played played the
5: following week. Uh, Port Adelaide's Sam Powell Pepper is said to miss at least the opening three games of the season. We'll chat with Sammy Edmund about that very very shortly as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, an unbeaten seventy-two run second-inning stand between Shubman Gill and Drew Jarrell helped India win the fourth Test against England. Baseball, oh boy, what a <laughs> no
2: good! And it's no good. It no, stinks. He's sticking with it,
5: though. In the Premier League, West Ham beat uh, Brentford four-two this morning. Jared Bowen with a hat trick. Uh, we put a, a request in with the Birds of Tokyo as well. Get a comment from them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was reliably informed on X last night that it, wa- that it wasn't actually Birds of Tokyo. It was the songwriter or one of the singers of Birds of Tokyo and another bloke who has performed with Birds of Tokyo is from Carnival. Or something. Oh yeah, okay. And so it wasn't the band. It's a collaboration. It was a, it was a couple of blokes who had a connection to Birds of Tokyo and kind of like the West
5: Coast Eagles.
2: Well, <laughs> maybe they didn't A couple, like of, West of, Coast couple of blokes who went and saw Birds of Tokyo in concert <laughs> one time and went, yeah, we connected
0: to Birds of or Tokyo. They, and, and if it was a real banger, it would have been Birds, and to- Birds yeah. in Tokyo, but <laughs> yeah. they just wiped their heads. It, just, <laughs> it wasn't us. It just backed yeah. out. Just
2: what if you finished. play that song, the, that version, the one that I like, before the game, and just to get everyone in a bit of a sing-songy, cheery mood? No, what, no, no you want And then when they win, you play up. that one.
5: No, it stinks. I've turned mm. around. I've, no, 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 I've never really liked it, but now I like the,
2: it even less. Let's hear the same four, words, four lines over and over and, over, <laughs> and over, Mate. over and over and over and over and over again.
5: Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to keep track of <laughs> lyrics, especially for some of these footy players? Gee whiz! Uh, anyway, maybe that's oh. why they declined to come on the show, The Birds of Tokyo, because <laughs> they're, oh, they're wiping in, their hands of it. They're in revolt. <laughs> so no, no. That actually wasn't us. Uh, don't forget, join our tipping competition. That's on all our yes, socials: come Instagram, on. Twitter, Facebook, SCNWA, SCNWA, Breakfast. It's all there. Join Man. in. We need to fly the flag. Huge prizes. Fly the flag for WA. Get on board. No, There's not long not left. WA.
0: It's not WA. It's <laughs> by the flag for...
2: Scotty and Goss.
0: Scotty and Goss for breakfast. Yeah, you're right. So come on. Let's get involved. If you want to go into a tipping competition, and 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 I'm in it. you in it, big unit? Yep. Yeah. Chris, you in it? I'm in it. Lois? We started it. it. All right. Lois? All right, mate. All right, all right, man, 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 man. I was there first. I did for you, mate. <laughs> I we you've been
2: tipping, all right, you just joined a comp. I started
5: it. I started this con. All right, you're the king. Yeah, damn right. right. (laughs) Sorry, that's been trademarked. (laughs) (laughs) And happy anniversary to Pop and Pop. Yeah, very much so.
0: 70 big ones. Breakfast powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we're making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Daisy Pierce, Paul Hazelby, still to come. Um, Something else was going to jump off. Something else was going to mention.
2: A brain fade just then. Have you got it? I've got some fantastic news that I've got this morning.
0: Breaking news? Oh, well, yeah, let's go with it. Yeah, it's breaking. There we go. It's
2: the best news I've heard in a long, long time.
0: Get
2: it. I'm not normally one for a US study reveals. A US study reveals that having a six pack... <laughs> Gives you a six time higher risk of heart disease. <laughs> I would have thought. Just I thought. Well, obviously, if you're going to drink six pack after six pack, you're going to have a heart disease. But it's abs, uh, abs, the higher density abs, six pack, six time higher risk of heart disease. Other, you know, than uh, than people with a dead bud. Greatest news ever! Greatest study. Well, under the University of California, San Diego. Woo-hoo! Finally, putting their time and money into something useful.
0: Nice work by you and Mike of Palmyra. Good to have him back, and I'm, I'm glad Mike went to the WWE. Yeah, he won them in the uh, in the Mastermind Quiz last week. Um, Mike, you'll appreciate this. Finger on the button, if you don't mind, please, uh, Maestro. I asked my brother oh. why he calls his wife twelve. He replied because. She doesn't cook, doesn't clean, and doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Scotty and Goss, Sam Edmund talking all things footy next. Scotty and Goss on this Tuesday morning. Just a reminder, March 11, we're back full-time. Monday morning will be massive. Monday, March 11, when we return to all things Eagles and Dockers on a Monday, Scotty. Yeah. And one man, of course, doesn't take a day off anyway, is Sammy Edmund, uh, SEN's number one ace reporter and, well, he's the main man over there in SEN Melbourne, of course. And he was there yesterday with Bucks on the show, but there was no cane corns, and I'm led to believe Corn was in Perth. I'm sorry? Yes. But you would have got called. (laughs) Did you (laughs) not get a message?
2: Catch up. Sammy Edmund, good morning. Morning, boys. I approved his disguise before he
4: left. uh, spectacled a beard and a hat. uh, Clever. uh, Yeah, almost like Forrest Gump when he's halfway across Monument Valley there in Utah. Uh, He he had to go in a heavy disguise, and we know the reasons for that.
0: Yeah, very true. Now, For his own
2: personal safety.
4: Exactly. And by the way, speaking of never missing, I mean, clearly... You don't miss either, uh, Timmy, because uh, this being the 27th day of February is your uh, very happy birthday. (laughs) What what did Scotland actually get you for a gift? A a
2: Uh, hug. Yeah, a couple of hugs. A hug? Yeah. Yeah. Can't put a price on that, Sammy. You cannot put a price on a big hug from me. we all need that from Thunderdome.
0: Yeah, not from him, you don't. <laughs> hey, hey, Sammy, just in uh, the big story, and we're still waiting to find out when the tribunal is, will be the form of penalty for Sam Powell Pepper. Some say, well, it'll be definitely minimum three. He's admitted guilt. He sort of said it wasn't his intention. Blue, blah, blue, get all that. But then with what's on the agenda right now and fresh off the back of Angus Brayshaw's retirement and so much about, you know, what's going to take place with the class action, this could be massive. This could be, we're talking five or six. Agree or disagree? Uh, well,
4: look, the backdrop you touched on there, but with Angus Brayshaw lost to the game at 28, the 100-player class actions in the courts at the moment, we've heard a bit of that uh, late. the Victorian coroner John Cain's recommendations to the league Um, about limiting contact at training among a series of recommendations that the league are due to respond to in the course of the next couple of weeks, mind you. Never a good time to put yourself front and centre when when it comes to the hottest potato in football at the moment that being concussion. Now, the debate was always going to be, was the impact with Mark Keane, Adelaide Mark from Sam Palpepper, deemed to be high or severe impact? Now, Michael Christian went with severe, so that's a trigger for the, the tribunal hearing and a three-plus match ban. But I can see the league are pushing for more than that. They're going for four-plus. So whenever that tribunal is heard, the league will come in hard. Now, I know they're asked uh, at least four. Sam Pell-Pepper. It'll be interesting to see what sort of contrition, which we've already already heard from him in a public sense, his team present to the tribunal itself. But. Uh... This will be exhibit A, exhibit A-plus for concussion this year and and set the tone for what we might
2: see for the rest of the campaign. This is going down the path. I know they're two very, very different things, but this is going down the path of like an Asada saying, we don't care how it got into your system. You are guilty it's in your system. This is going down that path of we don't care if you didn't mean to. Uh, We know you didn't mean to, but you got him and you're going to get pinged heavily.
6: Yeah,
4: so what you're touching on there is the fact that, you know, Willie Rioli did sling Markeen into the path of Sam Pepper. I think that's acknowledged. But could Sam Pellpepper have approached that contest differently? And the AFL will definitely argue yes. Um, he went in without a duty of care. He, he charged in. Um, was he solely to blame for the incident? No. But did he owe a greater duty of care to the player involved, Markeen? Yes. And these are the sorts of acts that uh, that the league, and we all the reasons we just articulated, are absolutely adamant they need to stamp out of the game. And part of it is changing player behaviour over time, which you know we acknowledge is hard for some players, especially the way Sam Palpepper plays the game. But uh, we're going to see more of this this year, guys, and the, the bans are just going to get more and more severe, I think.
0: Very much so. Hey, and it was on the topic of discussion at the Captain's Day yesterday where the captains do their uh, pre-season photo. They get... Uh, Surveyed on a whole range of topics. What was the fallout from that?
4: Yeah, so concussion absolutely the forefront of this. So we've just been speaking about the perpetrator, for lack of a better phrase, in Sam Pell Pepper. What about the victim in Mark Keen? Because the AFL has yet to formalize its concussion protocols, guys, and we are what nine days out from the start of the home and away season proper here. Now at the heart of this conversation that's happening in the AFLS at the moment and the debate is the return to play threshold. Now it sits at twelve days at the moment. Sources I've spoken to on this side it's currently being debated at AFL-AS. Now, it is certainly no guarantee to remain at the 12 days. We've seen the AIS and Sports Medicine Australia recently released the concussion guidelines for community sport that recommend a 21-day rest period before returning to competition, in line with, uh, with what's in place already in the UK and New Zealand as well. So, look, it might well stay at 12 days, but it's certainly no formality at the moment and something that uh, they're debating in at the AFL and that the clubs are waiting for in the not-too-distant future.
2: Unlike other shows, we will talk about teams on the East Coast, mate. Uh, all the match sim weekends have, uh, have played out. Anything extraordinary come out of those? Anyone you uh, have changed your tune on and um, think they're going to have a big year or any players that will have a breakout year?
4: Clearly, the Saints will be uh, arguing come August for a home qualifying final at Marvel, the way their match went. And uh, Essman <laughs> may be turned down the barrel of a wooden spoon. What do you reckon, boys?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'd say you'd take nothing out of it. but It's hard to do when North Melbourne are going to be, uh, well, just rolled the running premiers by 40-odd points. So they're up for a beauty too. There's not, well, there's not a lot to be taken out of scores and that sort of stuff. But uh, anything catch your eye over the weekend, Sammy? Oh, look, I did seriously like the way St Kilda moved the football, to be honest. I thought that
4: was eye-catching, particularly off halfback. Liam Henry, a very shrewd acquisition there. I thought Geelong looked pretty sharp too, to be honest with you. And uh, it is early days, of course, and all the reasons we articulate. And we actually just on along a weight word on Cam Guthrie's quad injury and what he's perhaps boys. Just changing tack slowly here. The first proper test for clubs to be more transparent with injuries, because I'm not sure what you thought, but I reckon Geelong among the worst defenders last year. They pioneered the short term, the medium term, and the long term, and had a few injuries that they chucked into those three categories. But when Cam Guthrie went down as if shot against the Blues last week with that quad... And the, the statement from Geelong came out, precautionary quad. I thought, we're not off to a great start, are we? We're showing more transparency. So we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah. Sam Guthrie, who unfortunately for him, might be staring down the barrel of a pretty significant absence here.
0: Yeah, very much so. We are seeing more transparency for the West Coast Eagles, who, who declared that they would be a more transparent football club. we have seen some movement there. They've got obviously got a huge injury problem already with Matt Flynn going down, which, which is their number one big man recruit, so they can't take a trick. What's your expectation of the W? Eight teams Sammy, over there. I mean, do you think there's more pain to come for West Coast? And and what's the view on Fremantle? Are they just making up numbers or are they a genuine contender? What is the vibe over there in uh, in the centre of the universe?
4: Yeah, look, I think Fremantle are viewed as a finalist, at least a, a, a playing list that would be fitting of, of, of a top-eight finish. I don't think that's any uh, shattering statement. And clearly the pain will continue for West Coast, but as I think we spoke about last time around, boys, you just need to limit those 100 points to point defeats and and look at the percentage and just make yourself more competitive week to week. What I would say on their injuries as well, though, given they've got a brand-new high-performance team, there's no doubt they've changed the way they prepare the players and and their methods over the summer months, and that will, will carry some risk, of course. Um, in the short term for for long-term benefit. I don't think there's any doubt that's taking place at the moment. Not that they want to wear the injuries they've got, and Matt Matt Flynn's a costly one, but but clearly they were prepared for this, I think, that they would lose some as they seek to change habits and change training methods. So that's, uh, for the long term, fine. For the short term, a bit of pain. Um, limit those nasty losses that we saw last year. And for Fremantle, you you make the top eight, you throw yourself at the pointy end of the season, and you've got a significant home ground advantage there. If you can snag a home elimination final, then who knows where they can go.
0: Yeah, very much so. Hey, last one before we go. We've been talking about this already this morning. Birds of Tokyo are set to be dumped by the West Coast Eagles. So they've made a very harsh call at the selectors' table. They're gone, and they're going back to the semi-original song. They've made a couple of other subtle changes. I think this is more the version out of 2018 when they won the flag. Uh, Team songs, Sammy, I mean, what's your favourite? I mean, mine is Richmond and or Melbourne. What's yours?
4: Yeah, I like the Tigers one. Uh, I don't mind North Melbourne, actually. Really? Um, And... I found myself caught up when they made the grand final, the GWS yes. Giants. Yeah. Gained a real
2: cold following <laughs> <and,
0: laughs> the, the, the Giants one's, and
2: down. And the giant one's a good one because it's new and it's upbeat and the Eagles brought out a new and upbeat version and you've
0: poo-pooed it. Yeah, we've killed it off. Killed off the uh,
2: killed It off. wasn't the fans, uh, Sammy, let me tell you. It was the number one <laughs> cheerleader in Tim Gossage here who, who rallied oh. the club and said, I want changes and they said, OK, Tim, we'll make them. So we
0: got rid of the tunnel, we Got rid of the eagle head and the uh, the big blow up, and we've just gone back to the traditional. I'm still worried about the banner because I want it to be crepe paper. Got a feeling it might be a curtain. No. And and the song's gone as well. So we just we'll be just pull the big the big the big moves over here, Sammy.
4: You can't roll with the curtain. Surely there's not going to be a
0: curtain or a blanket or something. That's what they had. They had a curtain. Dean used to hold the curtain open with the slots and the velcro strips for Dean Cox to run through more environmentally friendly, so perhaps this will catch on. Oh, please. Hey, Sammy, always good to chat. Oh, In regards to Geelong, you touched on Geelong a couple of times in the, in this chat. Uh, what's this $10 million donation they received?
4: Just a reasonable donation, isn't it? Cats are one of the few clubs, I reckon there might only be a handful left in the competition that don't have a dedicated indoor training facility. And, um, by that I mean an indoor field that uh, their four football programs in the community can use. So Geelong are working on one it will be built in the next couple of years. They're looking to raise $20 million. Well, they've already got half of that because Shirley Costa, the widow of the late Frank Costa, needs no further elaboration, has stood up on behalf of the Costa family. Uh, and Robert Costa is, um, is Frank's surviving brother. And he's gathered the family together to promise guys a $10 million contribution to this indoor facility down at Geelong. An extraordinary donation to the club as they look to... Uh, the Costas look to catapult their beloved cats into the modern era.
2: Uh, you get the other 10 from uh, the Labor government. It'd be a little bit tougher without Dan Andrews being in power, but you'll, they'll still get it. They've bought everything else for them down there, so uh, still a marginal seat, oh, is it, Sammy? They're a serial top four side when it comes to government funding. Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the all-time grades.
0: <laughs> hey, Sammy, good to chat, mate. Uh, we're getting closer. We're getting closer to the real stuff. It's going to be a big week of match sims, of course, as well. Appreciate your time this morning on the show. Good on you, lads. Cheers. Here yeah, is Sammy Edmund, the best in the business, SCN's chief sports reporter and a very good host. He should have his own show Carte Blanche. Not just fill in, Sam. It's Major Sam. He needs so to have his... Mornings with Sam Edmund. Well, maybe Waitley out, Edmund in. Oh. Scotty and oh, start another fight. <laughs> we're the Eagles, the West Coast Eagles, and we're here to show you. Is that the new version? Yeah. Thank you very much. We're, we're, we're breaking ground, are we? we <laughs> going ahead of the curve. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making Tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We welcome Daisy Pearce, the West Coast Eagles, AFLW coach and legend of AFLW. Of course, Melbourne Premiership captain, three-time All-Australian, four-time AFLW best captain and three-time Melbourne fairest to best into the studio. Oh, A belated WA, welcome to you and, well, part of the SEN family,
3: yeah. to be brutally honest with you. Welcome, Daisy. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Scotty. It did. It felt like coming to visit your cousins this morning. (laughs) I don't really know you, but I've heard your voice a lot. I've spoken to you on the phone once I think. And yeah, walking in to see the SEN logo, it felt like a sort of bit of familiarity. So family of sorts.
2: Have you learned the words to the new song yet? There's four lines in it.
3: So We've gone with the breaking news that we think the
0: change has been made. And West Coast contacted me last night and said, where did you get this song from? So
3: it's a little bit uh, sensitive. But do you like the song? Well, I hope we sing it a lot and I hope I learn to like it. That's what I'll say.
0: Yeah. You're coming in off a low base uh, with the girls. It has been a real struggle. COVID, probably not great, but you've got some real young talent coming through. What's your what's your walk-in vibe a couple of months into the job right now, what you're expecting for the season ahead?
3: Well I'm really excited. Um, I mean I wouldn't have moved over here and moved the family over here if I didn't see great potential in the list so there's plenty of talent and enough talent in my view um, to work with here. We'll always look to continue to improve the list but as a starting point what we've got here I'm really excited about and I mean, my my early impressions, we're so far out from the season, so it's a tricky one to get a full read on. But the fact that we are in, you know, January, February, and the players' contracts don't kick in officially until June for our pre-season and and early September... early September start, their appetite to want to learn and improve and their enthusiasm for coming into the club and wanting to get better has been really good given that, yeah, it is voluntary at the moment. So for those that we've got in the country, you know, we've got a couple of girls away on their holidays at this time of the year. Um, A few that have just started joining us from Victoria. We had a couple of Victorian draftees this year, which is a bit of a shift in the competition Mm -hmm. that um, the draft and trade period has become a more national pool. So we had Jess Wrench, our number one pick in the the draft, and Kaylee Kavanagh, um, both from Victoria, top end Vic Country and Vic Metro talents respectively, and then a couple of our draft trade-ins as well. Jess Hoskins coming over today, joining us from Carlton and Richmond. Ali Drennan has played at a couple of clubs most recently, Gold Coast. And then Annabelle Johnson as well, who was at Geelong. So with those moving over in bits and pieces, the fact that pretty much everyone in the state is wanting to get better off their own bat and coming in in small groups and hitting me up to try and do sessions, I mean, I can only judge them on that. And so far their appetite to want to learn and work has been really great. So... Um talent as we know only does so much and now we've got to get to work and go after closing this gap that's in the competition.
2: That sounds exciting because the criticism has been and I'm really interested in your in your take on this because you know you've come from Melbourne who's been extremely successful, you've been extremely successful. Goss made the point last year that you have a look at Melbourne's list or the 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 girls and you have a look at Brisbane their shape is different, their their hardness at the footy is different, their skills are different. How have you found coming here, because the criticism of the Eagles was they don't train hard enough, they are still just part-timers just having a kick. That was the criticism of them. How have you found it?
3: Well, as I said, I can only sort of judge them on what I've seen and their their work rate and their willingness to learn has been great, but um, clearly there's been a gap and whether that's... Um, Fitness and strength and those kind of things, it, that's probably a factor um, contributed to by the fact that they are a younger demographic, but there's no secret that we've got to get to work and catch up to the Melbournes and Brisbane's and Adelaide's that you mentioned. And I mean, the advantage they've got, they've been in the competition since day one. So the uh, sophistication of their program, their professionalism of their their list as a whole is probably a bit of he- ahead of where we are and where we want to get to. So now we go to work on closing that and part of that is um, ramming home that messaging and um, coaching them really hard from a program point of view, bringing in some more experienced talent as we have to support them and to show these young, really talented girls how to work and how to compete day in, day out um, on the grind of being an athlete and a footballer. So much, well, Only so much of it is talent and the rest is just being able to turn up on the days that you don't want to, mm-hmm. on the days where you've been at work because our athletes, a lot of them are part-time and working or going to uni and being able to still put out on the park a level of training and a, a standard that is going to help you improve and help you be able to keep, compete with the Melbournes and Brisbane's of the world. But that's our job. That's, that's what I'm here to, to help do and help shape in our program. And the girls, as I keep saying, or the players, their appetite to want to do so I can't question. I mean, we've had some <laughs> lovely weather since I arrived in um, <laughs> mid-January. <laughs> Plenty of 40-degree days. Yeah, and, you know, considering you know, a, f- a bunch of girls will hit me up to want to wanna train and do a session, and 43 degrees hits, and I think, are they sure they want to still do this? <laughs> but there they are standing in front of me wanting to train. So great signs. That, the great signs. And, I mean, we've got a long way to go. Um, but the work that we're doing now to, to add a base and to on an individual level work with players to you know upskill them so that when we come together as a whole program in June um, yeah we're we're looking to improve let's talk about
0: uh, taking the job and your experience to get the job more so as a player you get that small taste down at Geelong you come from a successful culture in Melbourne what sort of coach are you
2: Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, smiling always happy Daisy Am I? Yeah, that's what we see.
3: <laughs> well, I'm a positive, optimistic sort of person, so I, I smile more than I frown, I hope, um, but I'm I'm a competitor, so as much as I'll be about um, love and care, which I think just comes a bit naturally to me, especially, I, I love my football clubs, they've, that's just the role they've played in my life, I sort of grew up in a little country town and was a bit of an odd kid, bit of a, you know, loved kicking around with the boys and my footy club was my family. Similar when I joined the Darabin Falcons, like, it, you know, I, I wed myself to my footy teams and Melbourne was the same and, you know, I've been here five minutes and I can already feel it happening here that I'll, I'll love and care for this group um, like they are a family. That's the role footy played in my life and I'm really grateful for the impact that had on me and now I want to offer that to our girls. And players, and even the staff, and attached to it. But on top of that, I'm a ruthless competitor. I like I like to win. I did as a player, and. I wanted to find any opportunity to improve and continue to improve myself, improve my team, try and make the competition um, go further. So that's just in my DNA as well. So I think the best way to sum it up, I heard Tara Vanderveer, who's um, recently become the most winningest coach in the NCAA. She said she's a a player's coach. You hear that that term that you want to be a a player's coach, which means they are relationships-based and all of that kind of thing she kind of went a step further and says, I want to be a great players coach. <laughs> so yeah, I'll care for you. And I, I want to get to know the the person beyond the footballer and I'll have empathy when things happen in life and that kind of stuff. Um, and respect for the fact that everyone's an individual and goes about it in a different way. But I also, I'm not just a players coach. I want to make great players and I'm, I'm, I'm here to see this team have success and win. So There'll be things um, that players won't like to hear from me because I'll be pushing them to want to get better. But um, I hope that the the work that I do in connecting with them and being able to relate to them and building that relationship will make sure that they know that it's coming from a place of me wanting to help them be great players.
2: Can they handle the feedback? Um, Yeah, Because at at the moment, and we were talking about this off air, a lot of people are too scared to offer... Direct and honest feedback to the AFLW competition at the moment because they have fear of the reprisals from outside the, the four walls. Can the girls handle a direct coach like that you're going to be? Obviously, there's there's going to be the time for the cuddle, but there's always 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 time for a, a clip around the ear roll as well. Are they up for that sort of feedback?
3: Oh, I think. You know, from what I've seen, again, we're so far out. I haven't had the whole group in front of me in a full compulsory capacity, so it's I probably haven't been tested to answer it accurately. But judging from what I've seen, it's a group that want to get better. And when I um, give them advice, no matter who they are, whether they're um, the most impressive player on our list talent-wise or they're new in or those that are trying to find their way into the side and have you know, struggled to do that over the last couple of years, they they are wanting to improve. And whether that's, um, yeah, suggestion on how to do things better or encouragement to try and compete a bit harder, that so far they've been really receptive to that. They're, they're still turning exciting, up. They haven't, <laughs> they haven't stopped coming. <laughs> but I think as a whole, part of that's the evolution of the competition as well. I mean, we've got to remember that AFLW, eight seasons in, um prior to that, a lot of these players weren't exposed to high-performance environments, whereas now, over the course of time, that's becoming um, more expected and they're more prepared for that kind of feedback and that kind of environment. Um, I mean, you think back to when our, my era came into the competition, we'd sort of had to teach ourselves football. Yeah. Uh, we grew up kicking in the park or with our brothers or off to the side at a, men's, at a boys' training and never really had a pathway or that ambition to play in an elite, high-performing environment. Dreamt of it, but it wasn't reality. And then the competition came in and it was still made up of players that had grown up on park footy. That's the reality of where the comps come from. And to think of where it's at eight years in, is astonishing. To think where it'll get to in eight more years is mm. exciting. But I went out to a, a representative game a couple of weeks in, weekends ago at Claremont between the under-18s and the Waffle All-Stars. So the best of the Waffle W talent that haven't been drafted to an AFLW list and the under-18s state team talent pathway yep. that Trent Cooper's working with. And the the talent and the knowledge of football within that under-18s group is far and above what mine would have been or what yeah. anyone else's would have been, but so it should be. They're now in school programs. They're training in a talent academy every weekend, and and that sounds normal. And to, it's their priority
0: sport for yeah, them now.
3: And and not just getting exposed to the pathway and training in it, handling a ball being pushed from a fitness and athletic point of view from a young age, but they're turning on their TV in AFLW season on the weekend and they're seeing where they want to get. So their whole mindset is different. You know, I had to create that mindset in my own fantasy, (laughs) whereas now it's the reality. So not only are they being exposed from a physical point of view in incremental steps... Their, their mindset and their psyche is completely different so you can push them a little bit harder because they've been brought up um, kind of thinking about those yep. things as it is Daisy Pierce our guest, uh, West Coast
0: Eagles AFLW coach for the season ahead, there's more to the story than just you taking over as coach, it's a pretty big upheaval you've got twins of course uh, and a
3: husband, did you drive across the Nullaby? No, we flew. No, we flew. Oh, we you wanted to out drive. On so much, we, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> We've yeah. got to drive up um, on our agenda when the time yeah. allows,
2: well, we'll sit down <laughs> which days. is a
3: fair bit of time. But just I'll, did
2: I'll it. give you the spots to go. Love oh, I mean, that. The kids would love what to the see the big Lara and Kimber, um, <laughs> the Penong Windmill Museum. Ah, oh, they will. That'll change their lives and yours. Um, Look forward Sa- to it. Sauce in the sausage roll. Oh well, you yeah, no, well, that's a, yeah, that's more a culinary disgrace by the people of South Australia. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's the world's tallest rubbish bin in Kalgoorlie. I mean, there's so much for you oh. to look forward to with the drive. I
3: look forward yeah. to it. Can you drop down a seven-day uh, itinerary uh,
2: for us? Absolutely, will. Um,
3: absolutely. So, so how is settling
0: in? Because there is more to it, and I know your season doesn't start for you know, several more months, so you get you you get time to get your, your feet on the ground and get into living life in WA. But
3: it's it's pretty uh, big. It's a big upheaval. It is. It is a big upheaval, a big change to Very
2: different places.
3: What we were doing, and you know, a change for me, for professionally, from you know, working a lot in the media, and now going. Do you all have in any on, role in the media? Uh, I'm fully committed to the job that I'll be doing at West Coast, and it, it will be a full time gig whilst the, the season's part time. I mean, a bit of the conversation we're having around the players is that whilst it's a, a short competition and a part time competition, the way forward as an individual player and the way forward to the comp is to treat yourself as a, a full-time athlete. And, I mean, if I'm asking that of the players, I'm going to have to be available to them as a coach. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a full-time gig. Um, even now, like, yeah, we're so far out. I come in at the start of oh, – or end of January, start of February. But, you know, with a 10-week or hopefully 11-week AFLW season this year – that's not a, really enough to improve and develop off. So we're preparing about or oh, 10 players to play some Waffle W footy at the moment um, and preparing them for some games in the back end of April and May, hopefully. So all of that is busy at mm, the moment, mm. getting to know the Waffle W clubs. I mean, it's a completely different dynamic over here. As you guys know, um, kind of where I've come from, Melbourne had an affiliation with Casey who played in the VFL. So the transition of your players... Out into State League footy at this time of the year was a bit more seamless in terms of our line coach coached our VFL affiliate and the messaging just continued and you could scale it that way, whereas I'm sort of trying to get out and work out where our girls play and it's spread out across a number of clubs and trying to communicate with those clubs about... Are you allowed to have any say where they do play yet? um, There's obviously overlay with zoning and where players have already played, but some of the new ones that have come across, we've tried to to place with their development in mind and our interests as a club, but also, um, the health of the Waffle W competition, which is really important for footy in the state, but, um, long-term important for us at the Eagles and Fremantle as well. So yeah, you get a little bit of say in those new ones, but for those that are zoned and, um, they were pathway players in, the areas for the Waffle W clubs, they're, they're kind of set. but So there's a lot of work in all of that is where I was getting. So setting up the program now with a lot of planning, with the help of the team at the club, there's a fair bit on, appointing coaches and that kind of thing. So I've walked straight into it whilst we're a fair way out. I feel like the amount of work we do now will set us up for a, a smooth June through to hopefully mid-December.
2: You could travel to every waffle club and it still won't be as far as having to drive out to Casey for <laughs> training.
3: It's a beautiful place, Casey.
2: Now, now, our you're motto not, you're Casey, not
3: there anymore. It's not the, that great. Yeah, mate. no, i tell you. Now, though, our motto at Casey was, we hate it, but they hate it more. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: um, but yeah, it is. it has been a big move and a big sacrifice for my partner, Ben, too. He was a fiery. It's not easy to transfer as a fiery. So it he fired? it. He's yeah. not firing. No, you can't. It's what? It's all very um, – Just different processes. Different unions and processes. Really? Yeah, well, the fires are the same, and I think you put them out the same, but it's all – yeah, Not easy to transfer. So it's I been would. a big sacrifice for him, but, um, yeah, his support, it's, um, it's I couldn't do everything I do without him. and Incredible.
2: Incredible. We're we'll What to Zorba. The we'll to Zorba. Yeah, Zorba's got no, some plant in the fire. No,
3: well, yeah, he does have a little bit, oh, Daniel, Daniel Metropolis. Would, yeah. Now,
0: uh, and just before Scotty uh, n- uh, gets you into the, uh, what's it called? The six pointer. I am Just before we just
2: dig a little deeper into the world of Daisy. Before Piz.
0: we get there, I just want to make mention if, you, if you, Michelle sure Cowan's a little bit edgy today, and over the next few days, Michelle Cowan uh, is a shareholder in a horse that I <laughs> own. And it's in the final of the big race on Friday night at Gloucester Park just over the over the river called Better Get On Pip. She's a major She's shareholder. She's told me about yeah, Better Get On Pip. Yeah, and it will be, it draws, the barrier draws today.
2: Well, you are edgy, aren't you? And
0: if we draw two, three or four, what you put in, you get out.
2: It's <laughs> worth 125 or something, this it's a,
0: race. It's, isn't it? it's a moral. And Michelle Cowan is very yeah. bullish about its chances. Yeah. Not that she needs the money. What do you got for us, Scotty? A six pointer, okay. So, there sure, we
2: sharp answers. We, there's nothing to do with footy at all. But we're just starting to light this up a smidge. A, uh, other than footy, name your favourite sport and athlete
3: Cricket? Elisa Healy.
2: Star. You open your own restaurant. Oh, you've just moved here, to Perth. You know your own restaurant. What's going to be the signature dish that has people lining up?
3: Um, a baked salmon with a nice char grilled veg and chips. And chips. Okay. You can't call it Daisy's
0: oh, There's a cafe in. It's called
2: Daisy's. Yeah. <laughs> baked <laughs> salmon with veg.
3: Yeah. Get on it, Scotty.
2: Yeah. She got with chips. <laughs> um, Do you always have footy trips? Yeah. Yeah. So you're on your footy trip. You've hit the wall, and you just need a song to bring you up out of your chair to get you pumping and going. What song is it?
3: Oh. Um, I reckon you've got Luke Combs written all over you. I, <laughs> I don't mind a bit of Luke Combs. <laughs> Zach Bryan. All the young girls are getting me on to at the moment. Um, oh, a pump-up song? Oh, uh, like a bit of Case and would get everyone out of their chair. Okay.
2: There you go. Easy. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well, actually, just pretty tough. We normally ask, tell us something we don't know about one of your teammates. Tell us something we don't know about one of the girls that you've played with along the yeah,
3: something like 27
2: the years of playing footy.
3: Um, something left field.
2: That you can say. Yeah,
1: that's
3: where we really that's it. That's, we Can you hear me blokes. going through yeah, that? <laughs>
2: yeah, there's a lot of blokes that we have on go. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, I can't say that, <laughs> uh, I can't say that, yeah, I don't know. Oh. Well, is there something we don't know about one of the girls that you've? I oh, know you've only just met the girls.
3: Nothing's oh, yeah, coming to mind. Sprung, this is meant to be quick, well, isn't it? I've yeah, let you down there. That's yeah.
0: all right. We'll get you. Thought th- you were. Mid year. Thought you were th-
3: The two th- that sprung on, On, oh, no, I didn't want to say out loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just write them <laughs> down. We're we're <laughs> we won't run with them. <laughs> just, um,
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> of course you won't. It's more of
2: a quick thinker, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> see, this exposes a lot of people, this six pointer. Um, do you have any secret talents? Oh, here we go. Yeah, what are you really good at? Other than footy,
3: ah, oh, not really. I I do enjoy cooking. Yeah. Can you play a musical instrument? No, hopeless. And I blame my mum. I, I think everyone who plays a musical instrument, their parents made them. Yeah, I absolutely
2: <laughs> made them. Like, absolutely made them.
3: And when I I blame, I've said that to mum before because I wish I could. She said, "I couldn't get you to come inside." It's a thing Yeah,
2: that's a, the thing. When you're older, and you go, "Wish I wish I learnt the guitars," you just see your ass sit her, her yeah. and her, have a sing. But no, no. Um, so you got you got nothing else going for you, days except for footy.
3: Nah, one trick pony. She's no, on. I hope
2: you're I... a bloody good coach, mate. I'm you.
3: I just don't want, I'm trying to be humble,
2: <laughs> This is not the place for it. Right. Um, and the last one. I don't. This is going to be interesting. What makes you way more angry than it should? Something little that just ticks you off that you you blow into rage and you go that probably wasn't worth it.
3: Uh, I've got a footy one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Is when you're doing a drill and people push back the wrong way. You know, you the the ground's running this way, <laughs> and because we're kicking that way, they'll push back, oh, on, the the push back the the on the wrong angle. Push back the on the wrong angle. Go sideways. If there's going to, I don't think I'll She's lose there. my mind.
2: be harder. Outwardly, just, you go out to forty-five, <laughs> and uh, gonna rip you to pieces. Oh. I
3: that reckon your first in.
0: spray, your first public spray that we see, either at quarter time, and you're probably going to be measured, and the camera's going to be focusing in on you. I reckon it's going to command a lot of interest in this town. It's a very micro-focused pretty mm. <laughs> town, as you yeah. appreciate. Well,
3: prin- let's see if we get one, eh?
0: Hey? Princess of Perth
2: <laughs>
0: might, <laughs> might lose her title.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of Rocket eat Star.
3: I don't think I'll go there. No. I appreciate you coming in. Oh, is today the launch of the WAFL It is. Season? The oh. Waffle W launch over oh. the road at the Canfield, which Camfield. I'm heading there next. Oh, but it's also, isn't it the other day? Your birthday?
0: Oh, thank I you. Listen to get. Oh, stop it. It's Drew it. birthday today. Number one. Number one Happy birthday, thing. guys. Thank you, Daisy. Appreciate it. Any
2: chance it. of ripping out those fairy cakes you brought in? <laughs> Did you hear about that
0: study? Yeah. Dad bod. Less risk of heart disease. <laughs> well, they at the fairy cake. Uh, Daisy, thanks for coming in. Look, and we look forward to chatting, I'm sure, yeah, throughout the season. And us. good luck with the girls. And,
3: and and, you got any involvement with the men's system? Uh, my role is purely in the women's program, but I jump out there when I can just to get to know the boys, the players, but also build relationships with those coaches and to continue to learn as well. Goal. So goal yeah, goal when I can, day. I'm so... getting out there and they've been great, really um, welcoming and invite me into everything so it's been good. Look forward to you working with you. did
2: the spin them. and the kick for goal How'd the yeah. first one go?
3: <laughs> Sideways.
0: <laughs> Daisy Pierce in the studio it. and a bit of K Sands. Scotty and Goss, Paul Hazelby will be after seven thirty, Mark Duffield comes up after eight o'clock. S E N W A breakfast. <laughs> Scotty and Goss, breakfast power by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been, uh, making tomorrow matter. Congratulations. We've got a couple of new tipsters who have jumped on board. So if you want to join in the tipping, Benny, good on you, welcome aboard. If you want to join in our SEN tipping, go to our SEN page and uh, follow the tipping. And there's a whole lot of rules and all sort of prizes. And we're, we really want representation from our breakfast show. We don't want people who listen to Duff... After eight, nah, he's the Oppo. Yeah,
2: whatever. Yeah, Hayden and Mardo. <laughs> Marked up who's in the studio? She's got team. Friends
6: like you, blokes. There, mate? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got
2: coming oh, up? Oh, good buddy. How are you? <laughs> what do you got coming up?
6: Daniel Menzel, right off the top. We'll talk about the upcoming games in Adelaide this week, West Coast and Fremantle. What's happening with the South Australian clubs? We'll have a chat about the Sam Pal Pepper Tribunal hearing, which is going. What to are be. your thoughts? What do you think? Well, he has to be suspended, but it's no. For me, it's no more than two to three. The guy gets tackled into him. And I just, this is the old AFL tribunal two-step. Make a big statement on a new rule. They didn't even have the will to appeal the Maynard one last year, and Maynard ended a bloke's career. Well, that's a no. Nah, he ended that's a bloke's a career. Big, big call. It was the culmination of a lot of other things that ended. He this ended a bloke's career. Angus Brayshaw's brain scans were fine before that incident, and they weren't afterwards.
2: Maynard the reason he's wearing a helmet is because he got several knocks beforehand you can't blame that his career on one
6: person well I'm sorry but Brett maynard had to get weeks and he didn't because as long as I've been playing or watching football and writing about it you're not allowed to hit a bloke after he gets rid of the ball and he did and he got away with it and so- now and now the pendulum swings new season statement needs to be made Powell pepper's going to cop it Mm. To me, it's a two- to three-week offence. I'm happy for him to be suspended. The way he ran in was reckless, but the bloke gets tackled into him. Do you
0: fear there's a four or five out or a five or six coming?
6: I do, yeah.
0: What else you got coming up?
6: I'm going to talk to Jai Bolton, who played in the game, the elimination final in the NTFL, where the bloke assaulted the umpire yeah. fresh out of jail and King hit a, a player. I'm going to find out what Jai's doing up there, by the way, because I assume he's coming back and playing for Claremont. No, the
2: umpire was about 15, two or 16. 16 he looked
6: yeah. pretty, pretty tiny. So, yeah. Too close to the melee, clearly, the umpire, but it was pretty it Was pretty raw,
2: it Michael Powell, the umpire, has come out and defended the player, saying that. that the umpire put himself in the wrong position, blah, blah, but he right. grabbed him by
6: the shirt and he also tugged King, him down. He also came here a Southern Districts player. Mm. But Bolton was best on ground, by the way, in that game, and they play Waratahs this weekend in the first semi-final. And we're going to talk to Joe Bridie, the Fremantle footy manager, how they came out of the game on the weekend, how Nathan Fife is going, how they're shaping up, and obviously... They'll probably know a lot more about how they're going after they've played Port on Friday night. Mm.
0: Mark Duffield in after 8 o'clock. Mornings with Mark Duffield. Always great listening. Thanks to all the feedback in regards to Daisy She was a very, very good. And we look forward to chatting with Daisy throughout the year. Let's get a breakaway and come back because Paul Hazelby's going to join us. Uh, don't forget the NBL finals are getting wild and you can be part of it. Catch the Wildcats in action March 8 at RAC Arena. On, Let's get behind our Perth Wildcats tickets from Ticketek. Hayes is next. Dockers champ, co-host of the run home, Scott Ingalls. Yeah. 16 away from 8 o'clock. Duff in after eight. It's 18.4 degrees. Heading for a reasonable 26 degrees. Paul Hazelby's the run home, of course, between three and five with Marto Hayes and Marto, who actually he said at the Wildcats' ball on Saturday night. He's not normally known as Marto. He's Damo Yeah. He's not never We'd been know known that for as two Marto. Years there. <laughs> anyway, Hayes. Good morning.
1: Good morning, boys. We're not still talking about Damien Martin are We did uh, about a month's <laughs> worth of Marto. But happy birthday to you,
0: great man. Thank you very much, today. That's a terrific Yeah, Good on you, mate. Hey, <laughs> mate, uh, we've just had Duff in the studio and he's uh, concerned about the penalty he's going to be handed down to Sam Palpepper. He believes it could be in the realms of five and six. What's your vibe on what we can expect at the tribunal if and when he goes there?
1: Yeah, I think four weeks. I think they will send a message to everybody in the competition. We know the timing of it's not ideal. He had a choice, and I just think now it's on the player when they approach a contest. They can't go in with too much bigger. I don't think he meant to go in and do that, but I don't think that's going to be an excuse in season 2024. The AFL needs to crack down, and
2: today will be the day. You should be fairly dirty, though, if you're the one being used as the... um... The one to send a message, though Hayes, wouldn't you? I mean, would you even consider appealing it if you got, if you thought you got a, a, you know, an excessively large sentence for the fact that they are trying to just send a message rather than what the actual incident, you know, deserved? There is an argument for them
1: because the tackle was swung in his direction from Willie Rioli, so we understand that, and that, that's grounds for appeal. Um, and absolutely, if they cop five and six weeks or four weeks even, they want him out there because he's such an important player for them. But I think at some point in time, the AFL has to make a stance and uh, let everybody know that if you approach a contest in that manner and there's a incident that occurs from it then there's going to be a significant penalty that comes your way. Yeah.
0: Paul what do you take out of the preseason game over at MRP between the Fremantle Football Club and West Coast one did you like what you see and the and the fallout for Fremantle and are the alarm bells ringing at West Coast already?
1: I took nothing out of it because I promised myself going into this pre season not even to pay attention to those games because I think every single year we fall victim to doing that. Everybody's at a different stage. Like the West Coast Eagles, you know, their training block, they're not going to be as fit as some of the other teams just yet, given what we've heard come out of their organisation over the last two years where well, they haven't trained that hard. But this year they are training harder, but well, there's a catch up effect that comes from that. And then they had McGovern out and Jack Darling, Elijah Hewitt, Dom Shee, Liam Ryan. They've got significant players out. So to measure Fremantle against them right now, I don't think's fair. The concern I've always had on West Coast is the depth. Like, they've got – they're 26, 27, I think is pretty good and will be competitive. But outside of that, they're going to cop some heavy losses. And that's where they are right now. What their round one team looks like, we'll wait and see. But um, I think they I've got them wooden spooners, to be honest. I think they'll improve on last year. But mm. just looking at their run, their first eight or nine games, I just can't see where the wins are going to come from. So then it's hard to measure Frio. Oh, they're working on a few different things. Their midfield looks really strong. It's as, I think as good a depth as any other team in the competition. Right now with, you know, some good players likely to miss out. I'm talking about Erasmus. Maybe O'Meara may even miss out. Jeremy Sharp, I reckon he missed a big trick on the weekend with his illness. He had to play because now I reckon Longley will be thinking, okay, can I put O'Meara on the wing? Did O'Driscoll do enough? Can Matty Johnson go through those positions? So it makes it harder for him. But their forward line connection was a bit better. But still, a bit of a watch, and I'd love to see him against the quality opposition this week in Port Adelaide.
2: You talk about the depths, Goss, and I did our Eagles' best 23 and Fremantle's best 23. It was a lot easier doing West Coast's best 23, and that uh, comes down to the depth. They're going to have some serious uh, competitiveness for spots at Frio, I believe, which is a great thing. But all the talk, mate, and that Fife, he's back. He's bigger and better than ever, and he's fit, and he's well. He's had a great pre-season. He's going to be the saviour again. What's your take on it, mate?
1: It seems he's got his confidence back. Like, the Stars all always want to be the number one. I said this yesterday on the run home, but, you know, for so long, he rolls up, he's fit and firing, and he's the best player in the competition. Over the last couple of years, what I noticed from him mentally coming back from that time out was comments like, oh, I've got to fit into the system. I'm no longer the number one. This is Brayshaw. This is Sarong's team. But I think now, given the preparation he's had, I reckon he's had a switch in his mindset to say, hang on, I'm Nathan Five still. I can still be the king of this competition. And I reckon Justin Longmuir has instilled that in him as well. And I think it was really good evidence that he started inside the centre bounce, where most thought, and I thought he might be the fourth one, who starts on the bench, comes on for Hayden Young and rotates with the other players. But he started on the inside, and I see no reason now to believe that he can't get back to his very best. He was good on the inside. And I think the rest will come. The marking, the goal kicking will come as the season progresses.
0: Hey, Hayes, tomorrow, uh, Scotty and I have done some uh, homework and uh, we are going to do our what we call season predictions. It's tried not to be a little bit obvious, but, okay, I'm going to quick fire ones and you you can pass if it's a bit too hard because it's really short notice for you. Um, Which team worries you the most without having seen them all? Which team worries you the most right now? Richmond. Which which player uh, has the most pressure on them to perform this year, where the club relies or the team will rely on them greatly? Oh, pass. Which headline will we see at some stage this year?
1: Uh, or oh, AFL not doing enough on concussion.
0: Yeah, I think concussion's going to be a big one. What rule or moment will command the most notice? Do you think the head the head knock again? Yep. And which nobody will be somebody by the end of the year? You're going to whack someone
2: here and then give him a call yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Someone that's um, much good. <laughs> Campbell Chesser. Thank you. I'm
0: a believer. You are too. He's turned you around, Campbell Chesser. I'm a believer Chesser, so. on Campbell Chesser. I reckon there's enough there yeah, to, right. to go by. Yeah, I do. My headline, and I can just give you a bit of a taste. My headline will be, Along the lines of VFL no longer. VFL struck out with the AFL line through it because I firmly believe six of the eight teams at the end of the year going to the finals will be non-Victorian.
1: Yeah, they're not bad, boy. The other thing I hope to, will happen is the, the bottom end come up and, yep. you know, we have a really close competition where we see... Seven wins from some of those teams down the bottom and the top really only getting 13, 14 and 15 wins.
0: Yeah, I'd I, love to see yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with that and uh, hey, uh, Scotty and I were just talking, I think West Coast can win three of their first nine. If everything goes according to plan and yep. Flynn's out, Flynn's out is big already because that just changes their their big stocks already. But I reckon they can get three out of nine and, and there lies a successful start to the year because they only won three games last year and they're very Who's young. Who's the three? Yeah, I'm not going to dice. No, I'm not, not, no, I'll no. give that tomorrow, Paul. Hey, Paul.
2: <laughs> you don't ask the questions. You're being interviewed right now. Paul, can I ask you, <laughs> what, you
0: what you've got with Marto? Yeah. What you've got with Marto after three o'clock today? <laughs>
1: Uh, we've just got up, Goss. Uh, we like to plan and have our meetings at about 9.30 in the morning. We put it all together, table it, everybody gets a say oh, on yeah. our show. But, uh, no, it's great news for you blokes too, to be honest. Like, you've been working hard for the promotion, back to five days a week. Love it.
0: Thank you. Yep, looking forward to it. Look at starts starts March 11 on Mondays. Can't wait to be talking footy. And uh, you'll be a big part of it too, Hayes, and uh, coming in at 6 o'clock on a Monday. So it's going to be tough for you, but uh, we, look to, we look forward to hearing yeah, from keep you.
2: Keep your phone on today too.
0: There's a couple of calls coming your way. Good <laughs> on you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Love you, work, boys. Keep it up. 5 in the run home. Uh, we'll take a break and come back and wrap things up. 26 degrees. It's currently 19 today. And Murray from Cottesloe, nobody to somebody. Oscar McDonald. Oh. Thank you, Murray. I like it. I, swear, I like man. it. 04877 36736 if you want to text in. Scotty and Goss. A lot of fun today. hope you've enjoyed it. Here are the best
2: bits. Don't you try and play it down. You build it up for 12 months, and when the day comes, you want to play it down, bugger off. Happy birthday, old boy. Hey, how you feeling? Yeah, good, thanks. Oh, you are a bit creaky and groany before. Was that, what, saunas just, from the garden or just birthday soreness? Natural soreness. mate. Yeah. <laughs> just woke up another year older and went, oh, people. Yeah, mate, those mate. have seen the socials. I went for comfort. It was a very humid day. It was making very, very,
0: very odd choice of clothing a tie. I wore a, oh, I wore a nice dress short <laughs> and, a, you, and a shirt. Stuff that you've worn to breakfast here many times. <laughs> like. You looked like an unmade bed. Yeah, well, I, I found another bloke in shorts. I went and sat at the table next to him <laughs> as well. <laughs> Paul Crestani, who we know, is, uh, um, he's blind and he's not a drinker. sent me a beautiful text last night to say that he'd and he'd bought a, a ticket, a lotto ticket for tonight's so lotto draw. He won't know the results, Crestani, <laughs> <laughs>
6: but,
2: but I will. You
3: <laughs> Welcome, I think the best way to sum it up, I heard Tara Vanderveer, who's um, recently become the most winningest coach in the NCAA, she said she's a, a, a players coach, she kind of went a step further and says, I want to be a great players coach, I'll have empathy when things happen in life and that kind of stuff, respect for the fact that everyone's an individual and goes about it in a different way, but I also, I'm not just a players coach, I want to make great players. And I'm, I'm I'm here to see this team have success and win.